Right off what the a back. start. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Hey, we done. I have my suitcase. That boy got his toothbrush. Hey, that nigga soft launch moving in with his girl. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It, it tweaked my ego a lot. Like, yeah. he said, long to me. <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, my name's Reg. I'm Ham. I'm Wadley. Reem. Hey, and man, today we're really excited what we got to talk about. Um, but how is everybody doing, man? I just want to check in with y'all first before we get into it. How's everything going for y'all? Uh, perfect. Today was a great day for me. We was able to onboard a new um, a new employee. So we got a new uh, uh, employee on our team. Let's We're doing actually doing an event right now. And I'm just blessed That's enough huge. to be with my brothers. You feel me? They say when you create a business, you got to remove yourself from the business. Otherwise, it ain't a business. Mm. <laughs> Whoa, no, that's, that's, that's good, Whoa, bro. That's a it. gym. Automate. That's good, <laughs> Automate man. Automate and scale. I love yeah. that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, like you said, like it's not a business if you're away from the business and it can't run itself. Boom. You know what I'm saying? That's so, huge. but yeah, my my day went great, man. I had a I had a shoot earlier today. Okay. That was pretty cool. The couple had a lot of good energy and I enjoyed it. So, uh left the shoot, came straight here, man, and here we had I'm again. here with my brothers, man. I love, I love it. it. I love it. We back again. I love it, man. I was I was thinking about some of the conversations we've had in the past and I remember something that this man said and I loved it. He said, "Man, I told myself I was going to get married at 25 and I, I got married at 25." I did. Which is which is huge. I did. I did. Um, so that made me think, like, what ages y'all feel like y'all wanted to get married at? So I've always wanted to be married, um, but I didn't know how long it would take to get there. I didn't have an age. I didn't know when I wanted to happen. Here's what I did know. I knew that I needed money. I couldn't marry no woman. Without no bread. Money's without important. No, without no bread. So my main goal or my main, you know, kind of vision was... If I'm going to get married, yeah. I need to make sure that when I take this woman out of their house or out of their parents' house, mm. that there's no way in hell she's going back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Work. So that was my that was my biggest thing. Um, you know, as I as I as I grew and got older, you know, I realized I saw the dynamic of how my mom and my dad do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they both work. They, you know, they do everything together. And I'm like, you know what? I want the same thing. But when it's my time, she ain't going back. Once she once she's gone. She's gone. I respect that. So I didn't know what age I would do it. I didn't know when I would do it. Um, I just know I just knew that I needed money. And the funny thing is, when we got married, I had no money. Broke as a Jew. Plot twist. I had no money. I feel like we was. I, I know I was broke when we got married. You know, but continue. But continue. I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was broke sure. too. No, for sure. I was. We. I think we all. We was all broke. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. But I knew. But I knew that I wanted to be with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I didn't want anybody else to have her. Yeah. I I knew that that was my soulmate. I knew that Brittany was the the person for me. Um, and I couldn't do life without her. Um, locked in. I always, I was, I also had a, a vision of how my how my wife would look, how her personality would be, and things of that nature. And that goes all back to saying I just didn't know when it would happen. I, I didn't really bring girls home either like that. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't serious, my mom not meeting you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Brittany was like probably like the only one that I like. Like I'm like, yo, this is this is this is the one. Mom, so, the one. And you know, and you know, Haitian parents, they'd be like. They, they'd be like, I knew it. You know, I had a dream. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> bro, rev, bro when, I I told, when, I, when I went to go sit down and I talked to my mom about it, mm -hmm. and I said, Mom, I'm dating somebody. We've been dating for a little minute. And, um, you know, and I had a picture of Brittany. Brittany gave me a picture. I was holding on to this picture. She was, and, I, and I gave the picture to my mom. My mom said, don't show me the picture. I don't want to see it. I'm going to tell you how she looks. Wow. <laughs> my mom explained to me how Brittany looked mm. from, from, like, head to toe. 
And I was like, interesting. That's that bit wild. weird. That's wild. <laughs> interesting. And then after she finished explaining how, you know, Britney looked and her personality, then I gave her the picture. You know what she said? She looked at the picture and she said, that's the that's one. That's her. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so great way to yeah, I, I think I, I love that because it's like, right? Wow. What a, <laughs> right off what the a start. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not even gonna hey, lie. We did. I'm not gonna lie. We not none of us talking about marriage. Right. <laughs> hey, this nigga got Sandy, it. Sandy, you were the one I always wanted. <laughs> Babe, I love you. That's it. Um, yeah. No, but what I love about what you talked about is I think a lot of a, a lot of men I think can relate to dating women and yeah. trying to understand is this the person that they want to settle with? And I think a part of your story, which you shared, highlights how um your mother, who represents your childhood, your upbringing, your background, yeah. your foundation, yeah. confirmed what you were looking yeah. for was was it was in agreement with that. And so, I guess for what else was it in 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 the relationship with Brittany that helps you decide that you know what I'm gonna make a move on this one? Well, how like how uh, for for the men that's out there that's trying to do the same thing? There's a show out there that's called Love at First Sight. I'm not gonna say that I don't believe in love and first sight, but okay. So when I saw Brittany, I'm like I wasn't in love with her, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, man, if I ever wanted a wife, she would be the one. Okay. So I don't, I don't know how you would translate that to, you know, whatever. But I'm like, you know, if, if I ever wanted a, a wife, that would be the one. Believe it or not, I also saw her like how she like interacted. The first time I saw Brittany, mm. she was interacting with other people. She was joking around, with her, uh, joking around with her friends. She was smiling, bro, beautiful smile. Her hair was beautiful. Um, she was like, you know, laughing and having a good time. I'm he like, was in love at first that, sight. Hey, that boy was in love. <laughs> I mean, the way he's describing it, <laughs> he was in love, love at first, at first sight. sight. I don't, he said the first time I seen her. And he said, you know, I don't really believe in love at first sight, but when I saw her, <laughs> but the first I love that at first sight. <laughs> man, long story short, man, once I saw Brit, man, I, I was like, man, I, if, if I can have anybody, if anybody could be my wife, that would be the one. And then over time, man, we just That's we started man. dating. Um, bro, her, her, she has a beautiful heart, bro. She's loving she's caring wow. it's everything i that i've that i've ever wanted in a woman i love she that has, bro. Wow. she has all of them that's beautiful it's, it's funny because i have i have um i'll, I'll be on twitter y'all know okay so <laughs> y'all understand of the group i am a social media fiend okay mm -hmm. twitter and tiktok tap me in that's yeah. in your blood it's in my right. blood so i'll be on twitter and um <laughs> there's always this rhetoric this, this thing where for women a lot of times how can I say? A lot of times women are in situations where they're trying to change a man or prove themselves, whatever the case is. Yeah. And I think for men, we know we we know when we know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Absolutely. I feel like that's what you that's the story that you said. And I, sure. I know for me, that's part of my story. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel about that? I feel like when a man knows, I, I do I do agree with that. I think when a man knows, he knows. Mm -hmm. I know, um, but for me, like I'd be lying here to be like, like sitting here and be like, yeah, I've been you like, because for me, everything kind of tied to finance. Yeah. Like we were joking earlier that, you know, we, was, we got married broke. Like I thought, you know, to get married, you had to have like your own house. You know, you got to be sitting good. So to me, I ain't have it. So although, although I knew she was the one, I kind of was like, it ain't time for her to be the one. I ain't ready. So like, yeah. I'm just kind of out here waiting. But the, the, but just that's just not how the dominoes played out. Like the the situation came. It was when we when we got married. It was kind of like a. I kind of felt like I was served the ultimatum. But like it was my decision at the end of the day. So um and it was and we did like this twelve week course. So it was kind of it was kind of tough. Um, but with with that being said, with 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 us saying like I knew, I still kind of felt like I rushed. Or like we rushed into yeah. it. I, I think that's real because it's like, and like 
kind of what you're... That's valid. Like, what you're saying is, like, on the other side of that, some women feel like, I've been with him for so long and he's not making a move. Sometimes we know that you're who we want to be with, but for us as men, mm-hmm. a part of why we... A part of mm-hmm. us getting ready to get married is, is the financial piece. And if that's not ready, then I'm not ready to be a husband. Yep. I feel like that's real, too. Before we got married, we dated for six years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But for some women, that may be too long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I knew... if I If I got married at, like... Like 22, bro, bro, it would have been like mm-hmm. rougher. You know what I'm saying? It would have been rough. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I knew around like year two, year three, yeah. Brittany was ready for that ring. Yeah. But I wasn't ready, bro. Like I knew if I took Brittany out of her house, it was going to be rough, bro. And we were, I think I would have been doing more damage than good. So, like, you know, for, for women out there that's like, oh, my man taking too long, blah, blah. Sometimes I just feel like you really just got to wait it out. If that's, yeah. if that's the person that you want to be with, then that's the person you want to be with. There's a time for everything. Everybody has their cap and stuff like that. I mean, Some women yeah. are waiting like, you know, eight, nine, ten years. You know what I'm saying? I always told Brittany, I said, babe, I want, I want to be with you. But like right now, year two, year three, it's just not the right time right now to get right. married. We're not, we're not ready. Right. Yeah, and yeah. to like pick like to to touch upon that, like when I said earlier, like I kind of feel like I was I was served an ultimatum. It's because my wife and I, we got we got serious, serious in like 2018, mm-hmm. and within two years we're married. Yeah, right. So to me, like January of 2020, I didn't even know if I was gonna propose that year. So by the end of the year to, to be, be married, married, like uh-huh. that's what was playing yep. the back of my mind because I had this facade that okay, this has to be you know to get married you gotta be there like five, six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seven, eight in yeah. your head, maybe You're ten. That right. Yeah. I thought I needed a hundred k to bank before I get married. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you know, you got to be together for a long time to yeah. get married. So, yeah. like, to me, I kind of feel like we was that's that. It was the time thing. The time aspect. I was like, we don't have enough time together. Yeah, yeah. which is not true at all. Yeah, right. Because right? um, I like we've been married three years. If we didn't get married. I think we could have been playing house yeah. this whole time. Yeah. Like we could have just been like, yeah, we're gonna get married. We're gonna get married. We're gonna wait. When we got enough money for the wedding, we'll yeah. get married. Right. Or when we have enough money for Whatever. And the thing is you'll never have enough money. Yeah. Right? You'll never have enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's like societal pressures, right? Like you're supposed to get married by this age, you're supposed yeah. to have this much, you know, you're supposed to make this amount of income or what have you. Yeah. But everybody's season is their season. Yeah. You know, like you can't base your journey with your spouse. Uh, based on somebody else's journey, you know, Facts. because it's not the same, yeah. and and everybody has their own DNA in a sense, you know. Like when I decided to get married to Sandy, like you said, you just know, you just kind of know. I was sitting in my car, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna text, I'm gonna text her best friend, and we're gonna make this happen. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't have the the funds to to create the wedding that I think would be the wedding of her dreams or what have you, yeah. but I know right now in this moment. I want to marry her. Yeah. So even if we had a smaller wedding right now or whatever, I just want I just know that I wanted to have that covenant with her right now. Yeah. And we can have that big wedding later or what have you. It just so happened that, you know, I was in the midst of also quitting my job and things were picking up for our business and I really like grinded it out and we were able to um fund the wedding that we think was of our dreams at the time, you know, so it's really a matter of like your personal journey with that person and not worrying about like what's the society's 
or standard of when you should get married because I knew in that moment I wanted to marry her. I didn't care how much the ring costs, all that good stuff. I can get a ring, whatever. I just needed a ring to put on her finger right now. I'll get her dream ring later. Marriage is not about the materialistic things or whatever like society puts on you. It's 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 you knowing that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with that person. That's crazy. So, what so and I, I love I love what you're saying. I, I I'll share some from from my personal experience as well, but. I love how passionate, even when you're talking right here, I love how mm -hmm. passionate you, you're you're coming off about you knowing that you wanted to be with Sandy. And I love mm -hmm. the way you love her, bro. That shit, excuse my language, that, it's, it's elite. Like I remember your birthday, mm -hmm. remember we, his birthday, we took him out. We had a good time Ooh, that day. My 30th, yep. yep. Yeah. We, yep, showed up, yep. we showed up to the restaurant and- Yep. Um, by the way, sorry, sorry, sorry. No. Real quick, y'all really took care of me that day, by the way. Mm -hmm. I don't think y'all realize it, but like, I literally was just like going with the flow. Oh, yeah. I was just like, what we doing? What we doing? Yeah. What we doing? Y'all like, y'all told me, hey, put this tie on and like put this shirt. Bro. I was like, what? We got to the parking lot. Bro, I was like, what is happening? I was confused. I went from a like gym shorts to a whole tuxedo. Like, so I remember so appreciate y'all. We was, we was in downtown Hollywood and his wife said, y'all, let's plan a day for him. I'm gonna drop him off. He don't know what's going on, and she mm -hmm. already prepped and gave us dinner clothes for him in one of the trunks. So we axe throwing, we drinking, we sneak in tequila because that's what we do. Um, we drink it <laughs> in a wine bottle, mind you, with axe throwing, right? Axe in throwing. a wine bottle. That was crazy. Like, and who's drinking it like wine too? Dangerous. That's anyway. risky. So we're, we're doing that. We're having that was a, good a good time. Good time. Good time. Was good. We gotta do it again. Good time. <laughs> and we go to the parking. We say, "Hey, Reem, uh, get undressed. Throw this on." He was like, "Sure, cool, all right." Like, no, he was like, eh, "Whatever." <laughs> And so what I what I was getting to is I remember we pulled up to the birthday the birthday dinner and um, we're at Smith and Webster, a great restaurant down there in Miami, black Fire. owned. I know we probably not supposed to do free promo, but check that spot out. Biscuits are incredible. We were at the we're at the restaurant the restaurant down there and Reem does his birthday speech and mm -hmm. it was in honor of Sandy. Yeah, the whole time. And yep. so anytime you speak about your wife, bro, it inspires me because there's so much reverence, respect, love. And just honor that you have for her. So I guess when you guys were dating, what what were some of the things that or the experiences that you had in those moments that helped you or made you fall in love with her to that capacity or helped you understand that, yo, this, is, this is this is my queen? Ooh, man, that's a great question. Man. I, th I think one of the biggest things was that like being with her made me realize how selfish I was. Yeah. Mm. Because of how unselfish she is. That's huge. like she literally pours her heart her heart out to other people. And including me, like she'll make sure that you're good before she is. Hmm. And I think that was one of the biggest things that resonated with me. Um, and it's just everything else, man. Like she, she literally changed my life in every aspect. Like when it comes to my health, yeah. You know, I was, I was eating like crazy. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Like yeah. I didn't care what I ate. You was kind of long as I was fat. Yeah, I was pretty big. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just every aspect about her is what attracted me to her. Yeah. And I, I, I knew she was the one. It was just a matter of time before I proposed. I love that. Bro. Yeah. I remember, so my wife, Sophie, very beautiful girl. I remember I took her for her first, our first date. So mm. mind you, so um, <laughs> I forgot who said this joke. So the way I met Sophie was in church. So um, mm -hmm. for those that don't know, I was, I was very involved in church, church leader and everything like that. And so um, we met when we were like 15, 16. And I just want to say this to, 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 for, for factual purposes. Mm -hmm. She liked me first. It's just a fact. Would, would she say this as well? 
Um, we could we could put her on camera right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. just, just, I'm just making sure she was saying the same thing. It up. It's, all right, all, go ahead, it's on record. Continue, continue. It's official record. So yeah, she. So but this is like this is young. This is young stupid stuff. Call Sophie. I mean, <laughs> oh no, bro. Sophie shared a picture of you in middle school, bro. You sure she liked that's you? That's crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, that's wild. Whoever edits this, put the picture up. Okay, that's put it up crazy. right here. I was pulling looking like that. Okay? I want to pause and tell y'all something. Listen. For the people that have personality, uh-huh. okay, you have to be ugly. Okay? Ah. Ugly phases teach, treat you how to have personality, bro. So it's not always about looks. I was pulling like that? Crazy. And put, wow. put a picture of my wife up. Anyways, we get back to it. But I was That's uh, good that you can talk about yourself like that though. That's yeah, good, bro. Yeah. I'm glad you know it. You know, you know it, you know. I want to I want to keep going, but there's so many segues I got for that right, stuff. Right, right. Because our wives be killing keep going, us. Keep going, keep going. But yeah, so 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 Sophie, so um, in high school we had we had both went on this like youth camp experience, and we had a conversation, real deep conversation. Anybody who knows me knows I talk. And we, when I get into conversation, I can go get get really deep. And so we had a deep conversation, and um, she had told her friends, "Oh man, I'm kind of digging this guy, whatever." At that time, I was like 15, 16. I knew for myself that. I'm not going to be in a relationship right now. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. when I was younger, I talked to my dad. I said, Pops, how did you land on being with mom? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Haitian. So I said, Daddy, how did you know you want to marry mommy? That's how Haitians <laughs> talk, right? That's real. Daddy, mommy. And so he yeah. said, <laughs> anybody who knows my dad, he's, a smooth, he's the smoothest man I know. He said, Reg, Real you know, dad is so cool, bro. Well, cool. He said, Reg, you know, there was a lot of women that were interested in me. But I saw in your in your in your mother somebody who could be a great wife and a great mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's how that's how I knew that I was gonna marry your mother. And so for me that resonated with me. I was eight nine years old. That resonated with me. And so ever since then, every time I would approach women, kind of like what you said, I'm looking at can I see you being a great wife and a great mm-hmm. mother? From so, eight, eight that's a nine point, years old, bro. that's that, amazing. But that's the that's, that's the impact point. of a father teaching yeah. you the way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's and so a great point. so you know I'm 16 years old. Uh, me and Sophie connect. Um, I knew I wasn't ready to actually entertain a real relationship, yeah, so it was whatever. Like we, we, it was we're cool. Then in, in college, um, she was taking anatomy. One of the the few times she took anatomy, and um, I think she's taking chemistry as well. She came. We were cool at this time, and she came to study. She was in. She also had class with my buddy, and me and my buddy were talking. He's like, oh, "I heard you just uh, uh, you were tutoring Sophie." And I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Hey, bro." Um, you peep Sophie getting fine as hell out here, bro. <laughs> That's what your friend said. No, I said it to him. Oh, you, said, you said okay, okay, okay. Because okay. after I tutored her, I was like, she left my house. I was like, man, I was gonna have to do something to that girl because she right. kind of nice. Right, right. Mind right. you, gotta teach you something else. Mind you, though. <laughs> <laughs> More than that, the long division. You hear me? <laughs> Some multiplication. You understand? Was a long division. Long division. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, said, he said long division. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta comb myself. So, oh, wow, okay. so wow, that was good. Actually, crying. So that, that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the promo right there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the promo. Long, long division. division. <laughs> hey, learn your math, kids. Long division. Wow. Oh man, don't get me started on man, that. That's a stand-up line, bro. Wow, that was good, bro. I got a whole, I got a whole notepad All section. Right, All right, Here's keep it going. Nigga. Keep it going. So, um, we, had, I tutored her, and I was like, bro, bro, she's fine. So then, mind you, at this time though. Uh-huh. I was a leader in church, and Sophie was in my group. Mm. So I was her leader. I was one of her spiritual leaders. Not saying that I was her, but like right, right, in, right. The, in the in the in the organization, yeah. right. 
And so one day I had said, um, I, was I did this with every one of the members of my group. I checked in on everybody. So we went to, um, we went to, we went to lunch with the Cheddars down there in Philadelphia. <laughs> Why you say Cheddars like Cheddars? Well, cheddars was a spot. Cheddars was a spot, bro. That mac and cheese slaps. The biscuits is pretty good too. You sound so black. Anyways, Go ahead. Keep going. So we went to Cheddars and we talked and I was talking to her. I was like, you know, I'm looking at this young woman who's hands down the most, one of the most beautiful women I've seen in my life. Yeah. And I'm, and usually, usually for me, and maybe this is me. In my immaturity, I'm used to beautiful women having a certain personality and being a certain way about yeah. themselves. And I'm talking to her, and she's talking about her ambitions personally, professionally, spiritually. And I'm like, damn, she's fine, and she's got a good head on her shoulders. Mm -hmm. So then at that point, I was like, all right, you know what? I was like, let me let me take her out. So we went on our first date. How'd you segue from discipleship leader, like leadership in the disciple group, just taking out one of your members? Yeah. Right. To hey, can we go on a a date? I think that's a good question. It's funny because especially mm. in the church community, a lot of guys are hesitant or shy around how they approach a woman. I, I approached her very directly. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to take you out. And so and you let her know this is not about no Bible talk. My, my energy was clear. I was like, I want, we, we had I, just, I want, I want to get to know you. Yeah. I, like we had, I had just took her out to talk about like life, but I was like, Hey, I want to take you out type, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I think she understood what it was. So um, we went on that first date. It's Bubba Gump. It's an outside restaurant. And, you know, she had her makeup done and everything. And uh, this is my favorite story. One of my favorite stories. We're sitting there talking and her eyebrows start running because she's sweating. Most girls would be so embarrassed on a date. Yeah. Mm. I go, hey, um, sorry to cut you off, but your makeup's running. She's mid-story. She just takes her hand. Mid-story. Continues to talk. Wipes her stuff off. Gets mm. a napkin. Wipes it off. Continues talking. Yo, she a G. Not only is she a G for me, I represented how humble she is. Because mm -hmm. to be to, mm -hmm. to me, a lot of times, like I said, with my expectation with a woman that beautiful, she's obsessed with her looks. Yeah. To be on a date with somebody that you uh, are potentially trying to suit and, and present yourself to, and I had to call it out like, hey, mm -hmm. your makeup's running, and she just wiped off, kept talking. I was like, bro, this chick is, bro, mm -hmm. that type of character is Raw. somebody that, mm -hmm. one, could go through the highs and the lows because they're not too much about themselves. Right. But two, it showed me the humility that she had, even as beautiful as she was. So from that moment, I was like, bruh. That's good. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's, That's real. Good, and in transitioning yeah. to what we're talking about with marriage, for me, it's a little different. And um, there's something that you talked about that I want to hit on. I remember you said the words you said were, "If I take her out this house, I'm not going to bring her back." She ain't going. That back. was powerful. Back. That, was, that was powerful. That was powerful. And and for my story, as much as I respect that, my story is different mm -hmm. because I know we talked about it in a different in a different episode. We talked about um, preparing, you know, buying a right. house, preparing, and right. how in your in your situation. Right. Before you got married, you guys moved back into your mother's. Right. So for me and my wife, the first right. year of getting married, after we got married, we moved out. Right. But then COVID hit and some other situations hit, yeah. and we decided it was better to move right. into her mother's house. Yeah. Right. Anybody who's right. Haitian understands that that is that's right. a no-no in our culture. Right. As me as the man going back into right. my wife's parents' house, right, her yeah, mother's right. house. And it's, so, a it's a certain level of um, man. It's a certain level of of humility and, and self discipline yeah. to say, let's go back, and build this thing together yeah. as no, opposed it's, to being it, stubborn. And that's, yeah. to me, that's what that's why I love what you said about that. It's just like, you can't do stuff for what people think, what people see. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be about what's right. best for you, what's best for your family, what's best for your situation. Right. But, um, but yeah, I, I get got, it. I got a question for yeah, you. Yeah. What do you think that does to a man's ego, moving back into your uh, your mother's-in-law or your, 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 your mom's house as a married, uh, as a married guy now? And I'll speak from a personal perspective. I think for me, um, it's it's challenging because even as I sit right here, mm -hmm. I remember my wife talked about all the time. 
it would be a struggle for me to have a kid without moving out. Yeah. Because when I'm bringing a child into this world, I need to bring them to my place. Yeah. Ego. Yeah. That's need to be my place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's especially being from my culture as a Haitian man, that's not something you do. Yeah. To take your wife and move her back into her mother's house. Yeah. Um, and so even when it comes to dealing with my parents and how they view that, it's it's challenging. Yeah. Yep. Um, what made it easier was that um, so Sophie's parents aren't together. And so if for instance, if Sophie's father was in the picture, my ego, I would never have done that. For sure. I couldn't, I could, I physically couldn't have done it. Um, but it, it does challenge me. It does challenge my ego and it and it makes me have to take a step back and say, hey, your ego's looking at it from the outward view, but you need to look at it from the inward. For you and your wife, you and your household, what is best for you? Yeah. And in this economy, in this market, yeah. it, it is very difficult to buy a house. Right. So so this is the was best very, thing for realistic. us to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's all we're sticking with. I think the best advice for any man, even, like you have to do what's best for you and your wife. I, I strongly believe when you get married, nobody's opinion matters. If you and your wife doesn't agree, or if you and your wife are not seeing to uh, seeing eye to eye, um, that's between you and your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's opinion matters. If you have to move in back into your parents' house or whatever the case is, if that's best for you and your wife, and that's going to keep you guys together, then you should do that. Especially if you keep it between you two, nobody got to know what you got going on. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Other this this I feel like our world like you got to tell people. Everything that you're doing, yeah, bro, yeah. is you and your same, wife. Who, who gonna check you? Exactly. Yeah, Nobody gonna gotta know, bro. Yeah. Your mom or your dad don't gotta know. Yeah. This is what you guys are gonna do. That's the that's the decision. Remember early on when I was dating Faith, um, like Faith was staying on campus, and I lived. I worked at FAU, which is in Boca. Faith went to Lynn, which is in Boca, and I lived in Riviera. Something happened. I, a roommate thing fell through, so. Story for another another episode. Right, right, right. But <laughs> man, like I, I've never been. I know I know a lot of now. I know a good amount of men that that's actually done the done the thing of like living like they got married and they moved in with the parents. Um, and on the outside of that, they then bought a house. They're doing way so much better. And the thing is, like, if you just nip your ego in the buff a little bit, it can yeah. go. It can go so far. I. I never did that, but one thing that I did do was that season when I was working at the school, I didn't want to commute 30, 40 minutes. It was like 40 minutes. I didn't want to do the 40 minute drive. Yeah. So I just like, one day I was like, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to crash. And that one day, I'm talking about some, bro. But within two weeks, <laughs> my suitcase. <laughs> I have my yeah. suitcase. That boy got his you, toothbrush. You, hey, yeah. now. Hey, that nigga soft launch moving in with his girl. I'm from, I'm from soft launch. He soft launch. I'm gonna crash at the crib. Bro, I'm hey, two weeks later, unofficially, bro, you know. But, but here's my thing, though. Man. <laughs> if I can relate somewhat to what y'all went through, because to me, like, I was done with college. I was graduating, I was working, somebody would say a big boy job, you know, because you had a, a corporate job. And um, and I remember like, I'd be leaving work and I'm like pulling into my home, which is on campus. <laughs> like, it was crazy to me. The way and, you like, making that sound is, is crazy. It, bro, it was crazy to me, dog. And I ain't hey, did you even drive to work? You was working on campus, right? No, no, I did drive, because I worked on another campus. Oh, you I was going to say, you <laughs> but the thing is, but at the end of the day, yeah. like, it, was, I ain't gonna, it, it tweaked my ego a lot. Like, yeah. like to me, I was like, "Damn, bro! Like, you really like you pulling up, like you pulling up on these jets, bro! Like, what's up? Was like really good with you?" Yeah. But in that season, hey, what's up with you? In that season, though, I was able to clear. Like, I remember I started the year off. 
because it was like I started the year off in January. I was like, hey, you know what? This year, uh, by the end of the year, I want to pay off my credit card bill. Yeah. I think I had, a, I think I had like almost a five thousand dollar credit card bill. Yeah. Listen, March came, bill was cleared. I had no rent. Yeah. <laughs> she, she wasn't charging me nothing. Listen, it worked out. It worked out for me, dog. It worked out for me, and um, that little that situation right there probably made me love her more too. That's not yeah, because that's like me. that was like early on in our relationship, and I was like, and it like after that, I was like, bro, like I gotta take this girl under my wing. Like I gotta make sure she's straight. I gotta make sure she she Gucci because that little season right there for me, she like, held you down, bro. She held me down without Word. like to her. She didn't even think she was holding me. To her, to her, she was like, I'm just so happy he's want to be around me. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm like, listen. How she said it? I'm sorry? I, I'm just so happy he want to be mm. around me. I love how he depicts Faith every time. <laughs> right. It's always so The way he acts her out, it's yeah. just like, I love it. Yeah, Faith, I love Faith, beautiful. hey, you held me down, girl. I appreciate you. You feel me so... But I, I, a lot of times I think back on my situation, and I have mixed feelings, obviously, right? I'm like, man, I could have I could have done things different to where, mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But I remember we said when we all got married, we was broke. When me and Sophie got married, bro, we together, I think we're making like less than a third of what we're making right now when we first got oh, married. Absolutely. Less than a third. Less than a third, yeah, bro. bro. And so at that time when we got married, man, one of the things that really inspired me to get married was my values and how I was brought up in church. Mm. And so I know all of us have some type of connection spiritually, um, and I'll speak shortly on mine. Like I said... When I met Sophie, um, she was one of the people that was in my group. Um, but um, for me, growing up in the church, I really, me and Sophie both did value the the the, the concept of waiting till marriage. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep it a hundo with you guys, mm -hmm. okay? Not having sex will make a nigga want to get married. People in the church get married. And 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 listen, I feel like that could be a whole another topic, topic, a whole episode. But that was mm -hmm. that. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. And if I could live a million times over, I'd marry Sophie a million times over. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. the she's mm -hmm. easily the best things that happened in my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. E even within that, mm -hmm. I can understand the context that for me, one of the driving factors for me was I wanted to live a life that at that time I felt would honor God. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, you know what? When I was 22, 23, I said, you know what? Because I got married at 24. Right. I was 22, 23, I said, yeah, I got to settle down. Yeah. I got to get off these streets. I got to stop being a city boy. I got to settle down. Word. Um, and so I, I guess for you guys, what was, because I feel like we, you got you said 25, I got married mm -hmm. 24. You got married, um, 20, was that 26? 25 as well, actually. 26. 25, 26. 26. Yeah. 26, and you were? I think I was 23. 23, 23, wow. 24. I'm so, I think 24. So, wow. if you guys could just hop in and tell me, like, what was it that drove you from a value perspective to say, you know what, I want to get married at this age? It wasn't a thing of this age for me because I didn't know I was going to get married at this age. Yeah. yeah. I just knew from a value standpoint, Faith and I was about to move in together. Mm. And when I told my dad, like, well, Faith was Faith and I was about to move in together. So I called my dad to tell him that we're about to move in together, and I was like, hey, well, you know what, like. I want to honor God, so I'm gonna I'm gonna propose. Yeah. Because like on social media, you see a lot of people propose and then they move in together. And they be they be engaged, engaged for, for two, years. three, four years. <laughs> yeah. That's what you were trying to do. You trying to follow that template? You felt I was trying yeah. to follow the template, and he was like, "Well, if you," he was like, "Why are you proposing to her? Like, do you see her? If you if you, do you see her as the one for you?" I was like, "Yes." He was like, "So why why don't you just marry her? Like." What is this whole proposed thing? My dad's Haitian. I guess in Haiti, there's no there's 
who proposed and then engagement is like, hey, I want to marry you. Let's get married. Yeah. But but yeah, so my dad was like, just just honor her. And um, he was like, yo, if you're going to propose, you might as well just get married. I spoke to her dad. He was kind of barking the same thing. And they're two completely different people. Like, they, two completely different backgrounds, but they were barking the same thing. And I was like, hey, you know, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, same thing from uh, similar. I didn't, like I've mentioned before, I didn't know what age I wanted to get married. I just, I just knew Brittany was the one at the time. Yeah. Um, we've been dating for six years already. Um, and I just knew that I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't want to do life with anybody else. I just want to do life with her. I think after a time you get, you get like, you start to think about, okay, if I don't have her, right, what would life look like without her? And I just saw the same thing. The same thing was either being by myself or dating, 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 right? Yeah. At some point in your life, you're going to want that to stop, right? And I was like, okay, I don't want to do that, right? I can just spend the rest of my life with this person. We, connect, we click, we connect, we love each other, we laugh, we have a good time. She's loving, caring, all the characteristics. It just, it just made, it just made sense. What's critical that I feel that a lot of what we talked about today was the value in being able to identify what you want in your life, yeah. and how a spouse can complement that, and how you guys can work together to 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 build that. And so I feel Absolutely. like if there's one thing that all the viewers can take from from this, men and women, is when you're when you're courting and you're you're starting to look into who do you want to settle down. I think that's one of the most critical things you look at is. What's the lifestyle you want? Yeah. Who do you want to be in this community, in this world? And does the person that you're pursuing match that and complement that? All right, well, I'll take us home. And this was an amazing episode, man. I appreciate y'all um, tuning in. We had some amazing gems. I love how you said, how you mentioned that you knew when Britt was the one, although you don't believe in love at first sight. That was amazing. <laughs> how you talk about, like, Sophie's just mannerism and her, her, her humbleness just spoke clearly out to you because of what your dad told you at eight, nine years old, what to look in a woman and how Sandy's selflessness made you love her even more and made you know so much more about you, man. So these were some some great things. Um, Y'all please um, share your thoughts. Let us know what you think about like how you knew your spouse was the one. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback and um, just get to know you more as well. Um, but yeah, man, thank you so much for checking in and we look forward to having y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.